Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumours from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered the movie, A Goofy Movie. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including probably whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this week's movie, we've been watching the movie Hocus Pocus. Scenes, of course, were coming up to Halloween now. I thought we'd best uh, get on with some of these Halloween movies. But I'll get back to that a little bit later in the show. How's everyone been doing this past week? Well, I think in the last show I said that I was feeling a little bit under the weather, a little bit ill. And... (laughs) Come Monday night, after uh, recording and uh, publishing everything on the Sunday, I couldn't breathe. I, 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 well, I could breathe, but barely. I was uh, short of breath. I, I couldn't talk. I was like struggling to get every breath in, and yeah, it was absolutely terrible. I, I suffer with quite severe asthma at times. I usually keep it under control, so it's usually not that bad, but if there's something else in my system, like a chest infection, for example then it gets a lot, 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 lot worse. And yeah, on Monday night, it was absolutely atrocious. I could not cope with it at all. And uh, come Tuesday morning, very first thing, after eventually making it through the night, trying to control my breathing, come Tuesday morning, the first thing I did is call the doctor and I was like, look, these are my symptoms. Usually this is a chest infection. I get them annually, this, that and the other. And anyway, they treated me for... Uh, the chest infection and also to help my asthma and things like that as well and mostly now I'm I'm back to normal I think Uh, I'm still having a little bit of problem with my breathing every now and again but I'm keeping that under control but I think whatever it is that was causing everything to begin with which by the sounds of it was the chest infection I think that's almost cleared up now or at the very least, my body can cope with clearing it up the rest of the way. So I'm just going to keep an eye over it over the next couple of days. Apart from that, though, I've just been trying to get through the working week, really. It's just been one thing after another. Like Earlier this week, I wanted to be able to record a video for work. And this was on the Monday when I uh, was having problems with the breathing. And I managed to record it in the end, surprisingly. Uh but I then tried to edit it through the week and I couldn't concentrate properly and this, that and the other. And then I couldn't do audio pieces that I needed to do for other things at work, like voiceovers for uh, phone systems and things like that. I just, I, I couldn't speak properly. Like my, my voice was almost gone completely for the latter part of the week. And I think it's only over maybe Friday through today that it's really started to come back and it's still just a little bit sore and stuff like that as well. But anyway, um, apart from that, it's not been too bad. We've just been having a nice relaxing weekend this weekend. So it's been nice to try and uh, just kind of take a step back, try and get myself back into like the normal pattern of things and just just recover really. That's the main thing. Hopefully you've all had a better week than I have though, or at least not been as ill as I have at the very least. Uh, drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord or Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Now though, it's time for the news and let's start the week with a little bit of Marvel news. Disney announced this past week that when Hawkeye debuts on November 24th that it will debut with two episodes. 
along with the announcement, we also got a new trailer for this series as well. And I, I said this when we got the very first teaser trailer. This has a lot of diehard vibes for me. It's set around Christmas time. It's quite an action-packed series. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'm really looking to s- forward to spending more time with the character of Hawkeye. In the films, he hasn't had his own standalone film, of course, and he has been in some of the other MCU films. But apart from maybe in like the very first Avengers film, I don't feel that we've really focused solely on his character for a, a prolonged period of time. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to be able to do that. And I'm really, really looking forward to just finding out a little bit more about the personality of this character, if you understand where I'm coming from with that. So, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm looking forward to this series, let's say. Keeping on the topic of Marvel news, though, for Marvel series, Samuel L. Jackson confirmed this past week that filming has now begun on the Secret Invasion series for D- Disney+. Plus. This is another series that I'm really interested to see how they develop, especially seeing as the story in the comics was such a huge story. It could be a a game-changing series, really, for the uh, the entire MCU. I think what I will have to personally do before this series comes out is research a lot more into the Secret Invasion storyline from the comics. I do know quite a bit about it from research that I've done on it previously, but I, I, I think I need to know more about the ins and outs of it. And, of course, the comics are different to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and depending on the backstory of the development of some of the characters and plot lines will depend on whether they can use some of those plot points. I'm really, I'm being really vague and it sounds awful. I, I'm sure it does, but I also don't want to spoil anything just in case any of these plot lines are correct when the series is released, if that makes any sense. But I think I, I need to do some more investigation into the Secret Invasion storyline, maybe even pick it up. I think there is maybe uh, like a hardback companion series uh, like w- that's got all of the Secret Invasion story in it. So that might be something I'll end up doing just so I can research it a little bit more. But I am really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to seeing Samuel L. Jackson on screen for the MCU again as well. That's going to be uh, definitely something that I'm looking forward to. Moving on, though, I noticed that both Marvel and the Disney Parks are getting in the Halloween spirit. I saw an article this past week that uh, Disney Parks over on TikTok I think it is, I'm not really active on TikTok I do have a TikTok account, not for the D Plus Club, just a personal one Uh, but I noticed that Disney Parks had posted that Zombie Captain America will be joining Disneyland's Oogie Boogie Bash and I really like that we're seeing more of these Disney Plus characters in the parks of course we recently saw Agatha Harkness as well in the uh, Disneyland Park And I'm looking forward to seeing some photos of how they've adapted the zombie Captain America for Disneyland. And I think that it's a really interesting concept that they could introduce this character. And I wonder, of course, I'm guessing that it's going to be within the Avengers campus setting that, that people will be able to see him. And I wonder what story they're going to bring in with why zombie captain america is there in the first place and of course i'm guessing that it will be the steve rogers zombie captain america because of course in disneyland at the moment there is also the the falcon captain america as well which is on display so i'm hoping that they're going to explain it away in some kind of multiverse crossover and 
I'd like to see there to be some story behind it. And at the end of the Halloween season, he gets sent back to wherever he came from. But if you live over near Disneyland and you're able to go and see Zombie Captain America and maybe spend some time in the park when Zombie Captain America is there, I would be really interested to hear from you as to how they're portraying this character and how they're bringing this character into the world. And I'd also love to be able to see some photos as well. So drop me some photos either direct me on social media or like I say over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord because the guys over in the Discord would love to be able to see things like that. And saying with my last Marvel news story of the week, it was announced this past week that Will Poulter has been cast as the genetically engineered super being Adam Warlock for the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 film. I'm really, really excited about this news. It was teased that we would be getting the Adam Warlock character in, I think it was the last Guardians film actually. And I think that this could be another game-changing story and character that is being brought into the MCU, and it could lead to some absolutely brilliant stories. I personally will need to find out a lot more about the character of Adam Warlock. Again, similar to Secret Invasion, I have done some research in the past, and especially after it was teased in the Last Guardians film, I did a lot of research around that time into the character of Adam Warlock, but from what I've been able to tell, his powers and uh, the, his role within the Marvel comic universe, let's call it, is absolutely huge. And it would be really interesting to see where his character can take the MCU going forward. I, I really do feel that after Avengers Endgame, we kind of close this first chapter, let's call it, on the MCU and they really are now setting up this kind of big beginning in the next chapter of what will now be the future of the MCU for, what, the next 10, 15 years to come. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where they take this character and the other characters that we've still got here, and I hope we get some form of uh, Adam Warlock film out of this as well but i think that would be really interesting will poulter has actually been pulling a bit of a double duty this past week i noticed as well of course as well as the guardians announcement and everything around that i noticed that he'd been out promoting the new hulu and disney star series dope sick of course dope sick tells the story of how one company triggered the worst drug epidemic in american history it focuses on the epicenter of america's struggle with opioid addiction from a distressed virginia mining community to the hallways of the deo and the one percenter community of big farmer in manhattan the series also will star rosario dawson michael stolberg again i'm useless with names peter sarsgaard and caitlin dever who of course i've spoken about previously from when i've watched her in last man standing of course dopesick is actually already available over on hulu in the u.s but the first two episodes will be coming exclusively to disney plus in the rest of the world on friday the 12th of november which of course is disney plus day new episodes will then be released weekly every wednesday after that moving on to some other disney news disney has released more details and a trailer for the upcoming animated short series, Olaf Presents, where Olaf showcases some of his storytelling skills, which we last saw in Frozen 2. He retells five favourite Disney animated tales in Olaf Presents, including The Little Mermaid, Moana, Tangled, The Lion King, and Aladdin. Along with these further details in the trailer, we also saw some new photos from the shorts, which showcases Olaf dressed in these various roles from the different films, 
I'm actually really looking forward to this series. I really enjoyed the the little sketch that was in Frozen 2 where he basically tells the story of Anna and Elsa, and I think that it will be really interesting to see Olaf's take on these classic Disney tales. Josh Gad, of course, is, is returning to voice Olaf in these shorts, which will also premiere on Disney Plus Day on November 12th. Also coming on Disney Plus Day as well, we have the new Home Sweet Home Alone film from 20th Century Studios, and this past week, we were finally treated to a trailer for the upcoming film. The film will follow a similar story to the original, however, from a modern point of view of a new child. Max Mercer is a mischievous and resourceful young boy who has been left behind whilst his family is in Japan for the holidays. Of course, I take it that this wasn't through COVID? <laughs> anyway, I'm moving on. So when a married couple attempting to retrieve a priceless heirloom set their sights on the Mercer family's home... It's up to Max to protect it from the trespassers, and you will have to do whatever it takes to keep them out. Hilarious hijinks of epic proportions ensue, but despite the absolute chaos, Max comes to realise that there really is no place like Home Sweet Home. The trailer actually looks really fun, and I'm really looking forward to being able to watch this with the kids, and my son has already started quoting lines from the trailer as well, so I think he's really excited for it. He really enjoyed it when we watched Home Alone with him last year as well. It was the first time that he'd seen that last Christmas, and he's really looking forward to being able to watch this as well. In the trailer, we also saw the return of Buzz McAllister from the original film as well, who will return as a police officer, which I think it's really nice that we're getting this throwback to the original film. It's kind of almost like passing on the torch. And the trailer really reminded me of that as well. I felt that there were a lot of moments in the trailer that kind of had some of those Home Alone 1 sort of vibes and references and things like that. I'm hoping it's just not a literal modern day clone of because i think that would be a really bad way of being able to do it but i think if they can go with an original story with the same sort of premise it would be really interesting so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to this one moving on though disney announced this past week that the special adventure through walt disney archives which was previously only available for d23 gold members will be coming to disney plus later this year on november 19th the documentary is hosted by the legendary producer don Hahn and takes a look at the beloved many Disney icons, including the theme parks and studio lot, through an engaging and historical lens, as Han speaks with Walt Disney Archives director Becky Klein and other members of the Archives team. Each stop on the adventure offers a look at some of the iconic artifacts that have played a role in shaping the Walt Disney Company over these years. Moving on though, Disney and Lucasfilm this last week launched a brand new marketing campaign called Bring Home the Bounty, to advertise new Star Wars themed products, including games and publishing. And every Tuesday now, between uh, now and December 28th, new goods across toys, apparel, action figures, accessories, books, comics, games content, and more will debut on bringhomethebounty.com. This will allow fans of the Star Wars franchise to be able to find the perfect merchandise gift for themselves or for their family and friends this holiday season. Of course, this will be the perfect opportunity for the company as well to build up further excitement for the upcoming Book of Boba Fett series, which is actually being released at the end of this promotional period on Wednesday, the 29th of December. And this is a series that, again, I've spoken about this quite a few times, especially in more recent episodes, but I'm really looking forward to picking up with Boba Fett, especially after we got to meet him again in The Mandalorian Season 2 and 
see where his character is now after the fall of the Empire. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing his character progress and hopefully find out a little bit more about his backstory as well. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to being able to watch this series. And I'm hoping that we get to be able to see more of Boba Fett after this as well. I think this is a, a really good time to be able to invest in some of these background characters almost that we've had throughout the star wars universe finally though we did get some trailers this past week for some upcoming disney plus series including the secrets of sulfur springs season two and also the beatles docuseries get back which i actually spoke about only a few weeks ago and that's about it for the news this week. There are a few other news stories, including uh, such as Michael Matthews has been brought in to direct the upcoming Merlin film for Disney. But without any further information on some of these other projects, I'll probably leave it until I have uh, more of a full news story that I want to be able to cover on them. Hey, this is Future AJ here. Sorry to interrupt the show, but I'm just editing the show today. And I've just seen breaking news that Why the Last Man has been cancelled on Hulu and Disney Star. The news comes direct from the showrunner Eliza Clark over on social media, stating, We have learned that we will not be moving forward with FX on Hulu for season two of Why the Last Man. I have never in my life been more committed to a story and there is so much more to tell. She finishes off the post by stating, We are committed to finding why it's next home. Why lives on. I'll be keeping a close eye on this story as more develops on it, and hopefully I'll have some more information for you next week. Now though, back to the regularly scheduled podcast. What are you most excited about from the news this past week? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, plus being the word plus of course, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Now though, it's time for a brief break and then I'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. Sorcerer Radio. So what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Well, for us, it's been quite a quiet week for our watch list. Of course, many of the Disney Plus series that we have been watching have finished their season runs now, so we're waiting for other things to be able to start. But of course, we are still watching Doogie Camarola MD and Only Murderers in the Building. Now, I've said this a few times about Doogie Camarola MD, so I, I, I won't go too much into it, but I think that this last week's episode was another really good example of how the series is trying to tackle Doogie's mindset being this child genius and where she struggles to be able to fit in in the world, not only with the people at the hospital, the doctors and the nurses and things like that, and where she stands with them on an emotional and friendship level, but also where she stands in relation to other children of her, of her age as well. And I think this last week, like I say, was a, a perfect example of that struggle that she has. So uh, this is definitely a series that is, is on my recommendations list. And I know that when I've been talking about other series, especially with Big Shot, I, I liked with Big Shot how they're able to do this full kind of flesh out of every single character and they're able to delve deep into their backstories and this that and the other and i really love the character development in big shot whereas from another point of view with doogie camarola md 
I feel that they're really focusing on Doogie and that's the right choice with this series. Maybe my mindset of I want to know as much about every character as possible and know their backstories and their mindsets and this, that and the other, it doesn't relate to this series. This series does very, very well at focusing on this one character. There are other background characters like her family and friends and this, that and the other and we are getting glimpses into their lives and into their past and this, that and the other but this series is really, really focusing on who Doogie is, what she's about, and her struggles. And that's the perfect way for this series to be able to go. So, I do, it's, again, it's one that I do highly recommend. We've also, of course, like I say, been watching Only Murderers in the Building. And I really enjoyed this past week's episode. The week before was an interesting episode for me. And I, I did explain about it as briefly as I could in the last episode it was a very unique episode the previous week's episode but this last week I almost thought that this was going to be the series finale I'd, I'd completely forgotten how many episodes were in the series and it felt like that it was a wrap-up episode and then in this classic murder mystery sort of trope let's call it right at the very end of the episode there was this like click moment where all of a sudden everything changes and you're like what is going on now? And I'm really now looking forward to watching the next episode and seeing where this series goes from here. So yeah, I'm I'm really invested in this series now and I'm really enjoying it as well. So I think over in the US it is on Hulu. So if you have Hulu in the US, I do highly recommend checking it out if you have the time. But what have we got to look forward to this next week? Well, starting on Wednesday, of course, we'll have another new episode of Doogie Kama Ola MD, as well as Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Black Widow, I really like how they're doing these kind of like behind the scenes making of episodes. I really enjoyed growing up getting a, a DVD or a Blu-ray and watching all of like the extra scenes on them and like the behind the scenes, the making of. So I'm really enjoying how they're doing these like Marvel Studios assembled and the Star Wars ones that they're doing for the Star Wars series. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to sit down and watch a few of these at some point. I haven't watched many of them to date, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really liking that they're doing this. We'll also have another new episode of Disney Insider where we'll be taking a behind-the-scenes look at Muppets Haunted Mansion, which we watched recently as well, and also Drawn to Life, which is the new uh, Cirque du Soleil show, which is coming to Disney Springs, and a whole lot more in that episode, apparently. We'll also be getting four episodes of Disney's Magic Bake Off, where young bakers will compete to create Disney-inspired baking creations. And this is another one that I'm really looking forward to. Me and my wife really enjoyed the... I forget what, it's called, what it was called now, but there was a, like a baking uh, competition between families early on after Disney Plus's launch and uh, they were competing for a Disney cruise. I wonder if that winning family ever got to go on that Disney cruise or whether they're still waiting for that. Anyway, I'm digressing again, but yeah, no, we really enjoyed that. And also in the UK, we have a very popular show called The Great British Bake Off and apparently people really enjoy that my my wife loves it and I, I watch it with her and there are some of the creations on there that are absolutely stunning but I'm looking forward to being able to see where they go with this series especially as it's young bakers I thought it'd be interesting to see what these young bakers are able to come up with in the US on Wednesday, you'll also get six new episodes of PJ Masks from season five and also the wildlife of Dr. Ole season one in the UK, starting on Tuesday this next week, we'll be seeing the ninth episode of Only Murderers in the Building. And then on Wednesday, we'll be seeing Last Man Standing Season 9, Episode 13, Bless the Heart Season 2, Episode 11, American Dad Season 17, Episode 16, 
Mixed Dish Season 1, Episode 10. Why the Last Man, Episode 7. I still need to start watching that, actually. I'm really looking forward to being able to start on that. We'll also see Reservation Dogs, Episode 3. Miraculous, The Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, Season 4, Episode 4. Vampirina, Season 3, Episodes 11 through 15. The Halloween episode of Mickey Mouse's Mixed Up Adventures. World War II, Hell Under Sea, Seasons 1 through 3. And Richard Hammond's Engineering Creation, Seasons 1 and 2. We'll also get The Great North, Episode 5. That's One Word Feynord, Episode 8. White Collar, Seasons 1 through 6. Blackish Season 6, and American Horror Story Season 10 Episode 1, and the first season finale of American Horror Stories. Wow, that's a very long list. Sometimes I read this UK list of what's like coming to the UK, and I think, why isn't the US getting all of this stuff? And then I have to kind of force myself to remember that in the US you still have maybe many of your Disney television uh, like channels and also you have Hulu over there as well and some of these will be on Hulu so uh, yeah hopefully it doesn't seem a little bit too lopsided when I'm reading out these lists of course I am concentrating primarily on Disney plus related content if you would like me to include Hulu going forward drop me a message on any of the social platforms or places where you can reach me and I'll happily look into including Hulu on here as well. On Friday in the US, you'll also be getting the films Thumbelina and Rookie of the Year. I actually remember watching this when I was younger and I really enjoyed it. It's about a 12-year-old called Henry who finds himself among the major league pitchers of the Chicago Cubs after an accident miraculously leaves him with the most amazing pitching arm. In the UK, we'll also be getting The Hills of Eyes 1 and 2, The Other Side of the Door, Hubble's Cosmic Journey, and The Strongest Bird Alive, where you can learn about the ostrich. And that's about it for this week. What are you most looking forward to on Disney Plus this next week? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. I am going to take another short break now, but after that I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. Good day everyone. It's come to our attention that listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. And we're back, and of course now it's time for the Weekly Movie Club. As I mentioned earlier, this past week's movie has been Hocus Pocus. So, if you've never seen Hocus Pocus before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled... Pause the show, go and watch the film, and then come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. Now, though, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. On October 31st, 1693, in Salem, Massachusetts, Thickery Binks witnesses his little sister, Emily, being whisked away into the woods by the Sanderson sisters, three witches named Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. At their cottage, the witches cast a spell on Emily to absorb her youth and regain their own in the process. However, this unfortunately murders Emily. Thackeray confronts the witches after not being able to save Emily. He is unfortunately captured by them and transformed into a black cat to live forever with his own guilt. Suddenly, the townsfolk led by Thackeray's friend Elijah and Binks's father arrest the sisters and sentence them to be hanged for the murder of Thackeray and Emily. Before their execution, Winifred casts a spell that will resurrect the sisters during a full moon on All Hallows' Eve, when any virgin lights the black flame candle, 
and Thackeray decides to guard the cottage to ensure that no one summons the witches back to life. Three centuries later, we meet Max Dennison, who is feeling a little bit unsettled from his family's sudden move from LA to Salem. On October 31st, 1993, Max takes his younger sister, Danny, out to trick-or-treating. Whilst he's out, he's confronted by school bullies, who threaten his sister to give up her treats. He gives up his own bag to get them to leave her alone. Later, they meet Max's new crush, Alison, at a fancy Halloween party at her home. In an effort to impress Alison, Max invites her to show him the Sanderson house to convince him that the witches were real. Inside the Sanderson cottage, now a former museum, Max lights the black flame candle, not believing in the myth of the witches. However, Max ticks all of the boxes that the Sanderson witches were actually looking for, and of course, he resurrects them. The witches attempt to suck the soul of Danny, but Max and Allison rescue her. Whilst escaping, Max steals the spellbook on the advice from Thackeray the cat, who now goes by his last name of Binks. He takes them to an old cemetery, as the witches can't step foot on hallowed ground, where he shows them the graves of his sister and Billy Butcherson, who was once Winifred's lover. However, when Winifred caught him making out with her sister Sarah, she poisoned him and sewed his mouth shut so that he couldn't tell her secrets, even in death. The witches eventually catch up with them, and Winifred raises Billy Butcherson as a zombie to chase them on foot. The witches then try to adapt to 20th century living, but are horrified when they discover Halloween has become a festival of disguises. They pursue the children across town using Mary's enhanced sense of smell. Winifred also reveals that the spell that brought them back only works on Halloween, and unless they can suck the life out of at least one child, they'll turn into dust when the sun rises. Max, Danny, and Allison find their parents at the City Hall Halloween party, where Winifred enchants the partygoers to dance until they die in the form of the song, I Put a Spell on You. The children escape to the high school and trap the witches in a kiln to burn them alive. Believing they have beat the witches, they go home to celebrate and relax after a long night. However, the witch's curse revives them once again. Not realising that the witches have survived, Max and Allison open the spell book, intending to reverse the spell on Binks. The open spell book reveals the location of the children to the witches so that they can track them down. They kidnap Danny and Binks and recover the spell book. Sarah uses her siren-like song to entice all of the Salem children, luring them to the Sanderson cottage. Max and Allison free Danny and Binks by tricking the witches into believing that sunrise was an hour early. Thinking that they are done for, the witches panic and pass out, allowing Max, Danny, Allison and Binks to escape. Back at the cemetery, the group is ambushed by Billy. Max tries to defend himself with a pocket knife, however Billy is able to take Max's knife away from him and cuts open his own stitched mouth. He then insults Winifred before joining Max, Allison, Danny and Binks against the witches. The witches attack and Winifred attempts to use the last vial of potion to suck the soul from Danny. Binks leaps on Winifred and knocks the potion out of her hand. Max then drinks the potion, forcing the witches to take him instead of Danny. The sun starts to rise just as Winifred is about to finish draining Max's life force. In the ensuing struggle, Alison, Danny and Billy fend off Mary and Sarah, and Max and Winifred fall onto the hallowed ground of the cemetery, causing Winifred to turn to stone. As the sun finishes rising above the horizon, Mary and Sarah are disintegrated into dust along with Winifred's stone body. With the witches gone, Max, Danny and Allison say goodbye to Billy as he returns to his grave, and Binks finally dies, freeing his soul. Appearing as a spirit, Binks thanks the group for their help and bids them farewell, 
as he is reunited with the spirit of Emily. Meanwhile, at the Sanderson house, the school bullies Ice and Jay, who were previously tormenting Max and Danny, remain imprisoned in cages and sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat to pass the time. Winnie's spellbook is then seen opening its eye, revealing that it is still alive and that the witches could possibly return again. Hocus Pocus was released on July 16th, 1993. It had a budget of $28 million and brought in nearly $45 million at the box office. The film received mixed reviews from critics at the time of its release and was not considered a critical or commercial success, possibly losing Disney around $16.5 million in its theatrical run. However, largely through many annual airings in October on Disney Channel and on Disney's Freeform Channel, Hocus Pocus has been rediscovered by audiences resulting in a yearly spike of viewership and sales of physical copies, and Halloween has helped make the film a cult classic around the world. According to reports, Disney bought the script to the film in 1984, and then sat on the project for eight years. The original title to this script would have been Disney's Halloween House, and was supposed to be a much darker and much scarier story. The film was released in July of 1993, partially due to two reasons. The first being to take advantage of children being off from school during the summer, and secondly, to attempt to avoid competition with Disney's other Halloween film that year, The Nightmare Before Christmas. On the film's 25th anniversary in 2018, the first week of Hocus Pocus viewings on Freeform averaged 8.2 million viewers, which is absolutely huge for a film that had been out 25 years previously. A special titled Hocus Pocus 25th Anniversary Halloween Bash was filmed at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and features interviews with members of the cast, including Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Niami. I always forget how you actually say her name, as well as a costume contest hosted by Sharon and Kelly Osborne. Due to its pop culture success, Disney and the film stars have referenced the film on many occasions. In 2015, Bette Midler appeared on stage dressed as Winfred Sanderson, and her harlots appeared with her dressed as Mary and Sarah, and the three of them performed a version of the film's song, I Put a Spell on You. In 2015, the Hocus Pocus villain spectacular was introduced at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, as part of Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. The show introduced new actresses as the Sanderson sisters, who tried to make a villain party and summon or attract various Disney villains in the process. The city of Salem has also celebrated its connection to Hocus Pocus. While local filming sites have become an attraction for fans as the film's legacy has grown over the years, in 2018, the Haunted Happenings Grand Parade, which is an annual Salem festival held every October, was Hocus Pocus themed, in honour of the film's 25th anniversary. The cast also reunited for the special In Search of the Sanderson Sisters, a Hocus Pocus Halloween takeover, which aired on October 30th, 2020. The one-hour broadcast was virtual due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and the proceeds went to the New York Restoration Project. In October 2019, a sequel was announced to be in development as a Disney Plus exclusive film, and in May 2021, it was confirmed that Midler, Parker, and Naomi would reprise their roles as the Sanderson sisters, and that the film would be released sometime in 2022. Sarah Jessica Parker has said that she found being in the flying broom harness in the first film so comfortable that instead of being lowered back to the ground during the extended downtime between certain takes, she would stash a copy of the New York Times on her to read while she was suspended in the air. The animatronic cat, which was used in the film for the character of Binks, would later be used in the Sabrina the Teenage Witch film in 1996, 
I'm not actually sure whether it was also used in the TV series as well, but anyone who's watched the TV series will know that there was an animatronic cat also featured in that. And there are a few continuity errors that can be seen throughout the film. Early in the film, when Max is rescuing his sister, you will see that his jacket will go from wet to dry to wet to dry, all in the same sequence. And also, Sarah Sanderson's hair changes from curly to wavy to straight and back again throughout the movie. This is actually due to the filming of the movie taking place over a total of five months, between October 1992 and February of 1993, and the makeup artists struggled to be able to keep the makeup and hair the same over a long period. And that's about it for this film. So, what did you think? I actually watched this for maybe only the second time today. I think I maybe first watched it a year ago, and I wasn't really paying attention. I maybe caught the odd bits of it as I was trying to do other things around the house, this and the other. But yeah, I think this is only the second time that I've watched it, and I think it's probably the first time that I've watched it completely beginning to end and enjoyed it all the way through. And I did actually really enjoy it. I really thoroughly enjoyed the film. And my son really enjoyed it as well. We all sat down as a family to be able to watch it today. I'm recording this on a Sunday, as I usually do. And we, I say we sat down to watch it as a family. And no, it was it was really nice and enjoyable. And I now have to say that I'm really looking forward to the sequel film as well, to be able to see what happens to these characters and where we pick up from. And also whether we may see any cameos of some of the younger actors that were in the original film as well. As always, I always ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So, let's see what you had to say this week. Admiral Wrongway over on Discord said that it's one of his wife's favourite movies. This is actually a comment from when we covered the movie previously, actually. And also, Brandon said it was a good movie, definitely a Halloween one. Definitely some fun, scary stuff in there, and that when he watched it when we covered this last year, it was the first time that he'd seen it. Brian over on Facebook said, My daughter loves this movie and watches it constantly. I watched it once, last Halloween. It's cute, but I don't see what the hype is all about. Certainly fun to watch, though. And Tim over on Instagram says, I have to watch this film every Halloween. Loved it when I first saw it when I was a child, and I love it every Halloween since. And my son's comment from this week is that his favourite character was Billy the Zombie. So, yeah, he really, really enjoyed that. He found it really funny, he said. Thank you very much for everyone for your comments, as always. I always enjoy being able to see what people think of the Weekly Movie Club film. Now, though, let's see what the guys over at Diz His had to say about this week's movie. Diz His, Diz His, Review. Review. Oh, so today, uh, you know, we're going to be talking for D+, is Hocus Pocus, which yes. is like a staple Halloween movie. You know, we, we were kind of talking about earlier that Ichabod and the Tale of Sleepy Hollow was like a staple in mm-hmm. Jen's house. And I think this is another one of those staples, right, Jen? I mean, do you guys oh, watch 100%. this every year? Was yeah. your daughter, she watched it, was she scared of this? No, she loves Hocus Pocus. She loved Hocus Pocus for probably a year and a half now. She's only four. Okay. So when she was three, she loved Hocus Pocus. So would Who's you say your that- favorite sister? Um, you know what? I don't know. I haven't asked her. I'm not sure that's a good question, actually. So what is it that, that you really like about this movie? Myself? Uh, yeah. I mean, ahead. you know, you always talk about, oh, I remember this when I was a kid. You know, this is a thing I liked as a kid. Well, I actually liked this movie as a kid. It's something I watched all the time as a kid. I love the movie. It was so so fun to watch. It's still fun to watch. It's still hilarious. And I can't wait for the next one to come out next year. Oh, yes, and coming on Disney Plus, right? I don't know. So excited I think so. for that. I think that. it's coming on Disney. Yeah, it's going to be super cool. How about you, Jen? Why is this movie special to you? Well, same thing. I mean, I remember watching this, of course, being older than both of you. Um, I was older, an older kid watching it, but still really, really enjoyed it. And of course, as soon as I had kids of my own, it was like, okay, 
we, we have this, we listen, Halloween is like super important in our house. Right. So we have this, it's very regimented, the movies that we watch and things like that. And this is one of the top tier movies. And so actually just the other night I was talking to my son, I was like, all right, pick a Halloween movie. So he picked this one. So we sat down and we watched it. And of course we love it. And we can probably recite the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, just because now it's gone from being, you know, we enjoyed it just to enjoy it to tradition. Right. So, and I think that's where things take that turn. Yeah. Same thing with me. You know, this is a movie that I grew up watching and uh, it's special to me. I mean, if you really think about it, there's so many Christmas movies, like there's so many. And I would say there it's catching up. There's a, there's a lot of good Halloween movies out there, uh, but I still think there's so many more Christmas movies out there. Uh, so there's not too many really movies that I would say that you, that we can pick from to watch every year. That that's kind of like hocus pocus, but this is definitely one of those movies that's like Halloween gets me in the spirit. It's a great movie. It's a fun watch. Jen, I know your favorite person. What's his name? Billy Butcherson. Okay. I we saw him right at the end of one of the not so scaries. And remember, I think you were with me because I yeah. freaked out. We saw him on the monorail. Oh really? Oh yeah. It wasn't a Disney cast member. No, it was it was a it was somebody dressed as yeah. him, but the costume oh. was so it was good. really good. I remember <laughs> totally would if if I would have saw him in the park, I totally would have fangirled and gone and taken a picture with him. <laughs> uh, and we actually did the um, history on Hocus Pocus yes, episode right. seventy two. Yeah, so go ahead and give that a listen. You know what's funny about Hocus Pocus because I watched it at such a young age, and the three actresses are known for a lot of other things, but to me. I knew them from Hocus Pocus. Me too. So Me when too. I saw them and other things, I was like, hey, that's the lady from Hocus Pocus. Hey, that's a girl from Hocus Pocus. That's one of the witches from Hocus Pocus. Which, like, most majority of the world's like, no, they're in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Bette Bet Mid Midler from um, Beaches or whatever. Never seen it. Yeah, well, Beaches is a pretty popular movie. I've, I've never seen, seen it. Beaches? Beaches. 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 I, yeah, Beaches. <laughs> Not Peaches. That's a whole different movie. It's inappropriate for the show. <laughs> Want to hear more from Alex, Joe, and Jen? Go to dizhiz.com. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or on any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. And also, if you want to leave me an audio comment, you can do so at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. Next week, we'll be continuing with our Halloween theme and we'll be featuring the film The Haunted Mansion, starring Eddie Murphy. Until then, though, hopefully you have a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week and hopefully you can tune in again next week. Have a great one, everyone. Bye bye. <laughs>